Uh, I feel like I don't spend enough time asking you, how are you? <laughs> well, it's I'm, it's it's I'm the good. it's the year to ask someone how they are. It's a year well, to inquire about someone else's well-being. Well, and and, and here's the thing, because I feel like all too often. People say, how are you? But what they're really wanting is just like an icebreaker for a conversation. And it's not that they don't care, but yeah, they're not hey. actually wanting to know. It's just more like a, hey, by the way. And then like right. they get into the meat and potatoes. But yeah, 2020 is the year of like, no, no, like truly. No, no, g- genuinely. How, are you, how like, are you? Are you like a millimeter away from just crying in public? Are you okay? Because you've got some, you know, ice cream at home that you've been looking forward to you know like truly i'm i'm okay i'm good Good. i am healthy and well so i can't complain just like everyone else i have my ups and downs and these uh weird and strange times but for the most part i am sure you know but you don't want to get whiny about it (laughs) that's for another episode how are you how are you uh no not good no i uh oh I oh. I burned my mouth. I've I've blistered the well. Oh. See, so my chicken, my chicken thigh, was taking longer than. You know, I didn't thaw is it that, all the way properly. Is, that a, is this code for something, or is this actually? Chicken? No, no, no. For supper, my chicken thigh. I I didn't oh. thaw it properly all the way. Yep. Um, and so, uh, so it was taking longer than it was supposed to. And then the t- then all of a sudden it was the time in which we were supposed to record. Oh no! Um, <laughs> so I kind of like scarfed it. Oh. And yeah, and so regrets <laughs> regrets have happened. So when I sent um, you that message, like "Let's go," and now hurry I feel up. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much my fault is what you're saying. You're hurry up, and I'm like, <laughs> uh, I don't want to eat too fast, and you're like, "Don't be a chicken." It was both <laughs> ironic and rude. Um, <laughs> that that's funny, uh, but it's okay. I'm uh, I'm alive. Good. Uh, I'm no longer. I'm I have departed from my echoey recording location. I'm back in a nice uh, isolation. That's another. That's another word this year. Ooh. Anyway, yeah. let's get past this. 007. Mm. Yes, episode twenty-three, number twenty-three. Mm, my favorite number. Yeah, so I think that's LeBron James's number two. Um, for, Is it? I, I or Michael know. Jordan Sports. or someone. I, I should know that, but I don't off the top uh, of my head. But genuinely, genuinely 23 is my favorite number. So. I think that came up one episode you like picked which where it ranked on the tomato meter and there was like, there's a bunch of options and you picked 23 as a result. And I think you got it right. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, if you're joining our 007 series for the very first time, uh... I don't know why. I don't know why this is where you landed, but that's I know. Fine. You know, we There's say that. We say, no, 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 no. We say that in a lot of episodes, but it could just be that someone says this, and then insert episode number is where I start watching in the series because I don't like the previous ones, or you know, like there there could be a logistical reason why someone would mm. just start here and then that's it. That's true. Because that's that's, true. that's where I was. Six months ago, I was like, call me when you get to Casino Royale and I will join. Things changed. Yeah. I was here for the previous 20. I guilted you. You, guil- <laughs> you guilted me. So I, for those who are just starting now, I feel you. It's okay. Mm. No that's, shame. That's, 
Yeah. You uh, might not even so, know what Roger Moore means. Uh, so once upon a time, uh, there was a 007 film coming out this year um, oh, called... Oh. No uh, Time to it? Die. No Time to Die? Yep. Never Do That Tomorrow or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> you only live three times. You're, yeah. Uh, but of course that's not happening because nothing's happening this year because mm-hmm. COVID, yep. COVID sucks. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Hashtag. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so in preparation for that, I had never seen any of the 007 films. Now, I mm. understand... I didn't need to have seen them all. Uh, I could have simply watched the Daniel Craig ones. Here, here. However, I uh, <laughs> the only thing I'll say. Where are you going to go a, with this? Uh, There's a few ways you could go with this. I. You know the the only the only thing I would say is I have like now having watched the first Daniel Craig James Bond film. Sure. I have an appreciation for the character. I have appreciation for the nuances of the character and the supporting characters and the whole sort of 007 mythos that Maybe. I definitely would not have had if this was my first sitting down and, and viewing a 007. Sure. Um, so it's been worth it. Anyways, we take the we take the films, we rank them on a scale of 0 to 10 um, in eight categories, and we take those numbers, we average them up, and that gives us... Uh, the score for the film. And essentially what we're doing is we're looking for the quintessential Bond film. Uh, Not necessarily our favorite. There's been some times where we're like, oh, yes, this has been the best thing or (laughs) this is the worst. And it it doesn't necessarily, the ranking it gets doesn't necessarily completely reflect that. Um, But that's just because, you know, if we really enjoy something, then maybe we we want it to score really well. But... but depending on how it does in the categories, it doesn't always score really well. Um, so yeah, twenty-three films later, <laughs> we're here. Now we're gonna do something a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally, Pete is my backseat. Bi- Billy, I don't, I don't. Uh, you know. I don't know what that what means. What I was, what I was going to say, would you would have asked me to censor out? So, so I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But know. yeah, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, but so normally I say this is how I ranked it, and I say why, and then you say how you ranked it, and you say why. Sure. Uh, but it's opposite day today. It is. Yeah. Uh, which means you're going to go first. Yes. Because you really like this movie. I'm guessing. I, well, so here's the thing. I, I not only uh, I'll try and stay neutral till the end, but yes, I do really like this movie. I have seen this movie numerous times. You had not. So. The reason of me going first for this one is I know how I feel and the audience, I've dropped hints before that the audience knows how I feel, but with the real curious kind of decisive moment or what we're all wanting to answer is how do you feel about this? And I feel that could go so many different ways. So each category, I just want to get it out there what I feel and then just kind of you let the kind of drop your cards, so to speak, or show your cards, so to speak of what's happening. Um, yeah, I I do, I do feel it important to mention. Uh, I watched it twice. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, for for what it's worth. No, that's that's good for, to know. For for better or worse, I watched it twice. I also watched it twice. Oh, really? Yeah. Can I? Do you want me to drop you, like some knowledge on you? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so a couple Normally weeks ago, normally you drop like we're in this we're in we're in sort of a routine where you typically yeah. drop a fat beat. 
and then <laughs> that's not happening. Drop the mic. No, no. And so hashtag some Harry Potter series. Check it out if you haven't. Um, so so if you had asked me a couple weeks ago how I was doing, I probably would have not given as much of a neutral answer. And I'm saying this jokingly. You know, I I ha- there was a point where I was just like James Bond fatigued. I was like, my lord. I've been wanting to watch the Daniel Craig series for so long and I was just like enough. I just need to watch it but I wanted to respect the process. We had gone so far. It would have been silly just to skip ahead and it kind of would have ruined it it, to be honest with you. I don't know. You would have been doing a disservice to yourself. I would have. So I did the next best compromise. Um, You know I, I haven't told you this yet but my wife and I literally just sat down for like four or five sequential nights and what chain watched like all the James Bonds. Like we just blew through the Pierce Brosnan ones just to get to Casino Royale. And I made the most detailed, elaborate notes for each one just so that we could go back and record week by week. That's amazing. I needed, I needed the Casino Royale so bad. I was like, this is enough. I need, I need to get here. And I, uh, I'm telling you, like, throughout the James Bond series, like, more often than not, I just watched it on my PS3 in my basement, and if I had to go do something, I'd stop and come back to, you know, like, I was just like, I'm watching it, that's, that is what it is. Casino Royale was none of that. None of that. It was an event when it got to that night. Got the Blu-ray, the sound bar, we got, we have a new 4K TV, got that off, I turned the lights completely off. Everything was just rolling out the red carpet for this film. It was an event. And then that was about a week or two ago. So I just rewatched it again last night and just so I would have it more fresh in my mind. So So I have I have two comments. Comment number one, uh it it amazes me then your note keeping skills. <laughs> um, because I, for a while there, I had been one film ahead, and I was getting really confused. And so I've, I'm now no longer one film ahead because I can't handle that. Sure. Uh, the other thing, I'm, I'm just imagining, like you're telling me the story, you're telling me the excitement and the setup mm-hmm. for Casino Royale. Sure. Uh, and I'm picturing just this funny scenario where, like, your wife comes home from work. Uh, <laughs> The lights are dim off or off. <laughs> some candles have been lit. There's some some wine, maybe a charcuterie board, sure. some, cheese, some grapes. Yes, of um, course. You're wearing your best suit, probably probably the suit you got married in. A deck of cards is out. Uh, a deck of cards, and you are you are ready to go for James Bond. <laughs> Uh, and unfortunately, she assumes something else is going on, and and then there's there's a bit of a letdown, or not, depending on how much she likes Casino Royale. For, for the um, record, yeah, she was off. She wasn't like we watched it together because she was also waiting till the Daniel Craig because she doesn't mind that series as well. So it was a family event. All right, let's let's get into Which it. Which means you're. Which means you kept your daughter up late so that she could experience it. You know what? You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, So category number one, we have all these different categories. The first is plot. Buckle up, kids. I gave it a 10 out of 10. Um, Wow. So, yeah, we've, we've got a rebirth. And you mentioned this in the previous episode. We actually kind of have like a soft reboot 
for the first time in this series. Like a new Genesis. It's, it's like, yeah, beginning yeah. of a new continuity. Yeah, a, a new Genesis of James Bond. And, you know, the plot itself, it's simple. There's a villain. He shorts the market. The, it backfires to the 10th degree. And he's in need of some cash. He has to, you know, Bond has to, you know, play some poker with him because this guy wants to win some cash to pay off his debts. And it's simple enough that, you know, they're trying to get him to lose his money so that they can bring him in. He has no choice but to kind of submit to MI6 and rat out all his employers. Um, so it's simple As enough that it's 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 easy to follow, but it's on a scale that's very much worthy of a Bond story. There's high stakes. There's the risk of directly financing terrorism if you fail, right? Um, yeah, which is a great line. Which is a great line, Yeah. Um, you know, so that, that's it in a nutshell, the simplicity, but the magnitude and just the, the context of the card games and everything that it entails and the roller coaster of the plot. I gave it a 10 out of 10, a couple specific notes I wanted to mention that I will give you credit. I only picked up on because we had watched all these films. So there's the henchman at the beginning in Nassau, the Bahamas where his name is Dimitrios. He drove a 1964 Aston Martin, which James Bond won at a card game. Mm -hmm. And of note, 1964 is the year that Goldfinger came out, which of note was the first time Bond appeared in an Aston Martin. Um, The only thing, other thing of note is we've got this Mr. White, who is uh, involved with a large organization, uh, which is behind much of the film's storyline. So uh, we... We just don't, we, we get introduced to that and we don't know a whole lot about it, but uh, it's uh, pretty important to the, the plot of this film. And that's which, a 10 out of 10. Le, which let's, let's not, like, I don't know what's coming up in the future films. Sure. I don't. No, you don't. But let's, let, let's not octopusy foot around here. <laughs> if, if this organization, if this big, yep. glamorous, yep. evil organization. Sure. If this isn't Spectre, okay. I'm going to f- flip tables like Jesus did. Because <laughs> I have been yes, you have. longing, pining for yep. Spectre. Oh, yeah. And oh, so I'm sure. very hopeful yep. that Mr. White is somehow... I don't think he's number one. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's... I mean, it'd be, it'd be amazing to get a Blofeld at some point. That'd be, mm-hmm. you know... Mm-hmm. So anyways, yeah. Anyways, so we, that's, perhaps, that's what per, that is. Perhaps a new adaptation of Spectre, perhaps not. We'll see. What did you think of the plot? Uh, I gave it a two. I, no, Whoa! I'm just kidding. Um, no, 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 I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Uh, Thank Moses. I, ga- oh. I, did, I gave it a seven. That's um, fair. I, I, did, I really enjoyed it. It was easy to follow. When they gave you information, the information was easy to follow. This is the first Bond film. It's not the first Bond film that I've understood, mm-hmm. um, but it's the first Bond film that I've understood effortlessly, um, where okay. I haven't yep. had to really pay grueling attention because one line is going to be spoken, and then, and you know, and then the rest of the plot doesn't make sense to you. This I, this film didn't suffer from that. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Having said that, I did feel like there was uh, a lack of necessary information given at times. Hmm. Um, 
I was I was about thirty minutes into the film, um, and I was asking myself, okay, so wait a second. Like at the beginning, where they're chasing that guy and they chase him to the embassy and they do all this stuff. Hmm? Why why were they there? What was happening? What information mm. did they want to get from that guy? Like that, I feel like that's never explained. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I reached the point. It, it was the moment where um, the the tarmac chase is happening at the airport. Oh sure, yep. And I thought to myself, I'm really enjoying this. Sure. I don't really know how we got here. <laughs> I don't really fully know. Like, I understand the story that's happening now, but it Mm kind of just seems like a bunch of random events strung together, and I don't really have a grasp for. And I felt like that both times. So, like going into it second, the second time, I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna watch closely. I'm gonna find out what it is that I missed, and it just doesn't happen. There's, there's, Mm. there's. I feel like an important point of exposition Hmm. that just doesn't happen. Uh, yeah. Having said that, it's a total blast. Um, bizarre. I would say that the climax of this movie okay. is the poker game. Oh, yeah, for sure. And and so for a, a non-action, non-energy thing to be so captivating, to be so – to pull you in and have you on the edge of your seat the way that, that this poker game does, it's – it's amazing, right? Like there's so much tension at that poker table. Um, that's, a, that's an interesting really, point. That's very good, yeah. I really enjoyed the plot. I'm wondering if my seven is being a little too hard on it. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah, I just, there, there is a, I would have liked a little bit further explanation of exactly what was happening. Of mm. why are we, like, why are we on to this guy? Because- you know, Le Chief, we yeah, we go after him. Um, and he ends up being the one that we're but but that's not even like we stumble on to the fact that he's the one behind this. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it's like, oh, okay, Le Chief is the one behind this. And then you're left there going, Wait, but behind what? Like we've discovered mm-hmm. we've discovered who Le Chief is and we've discovered that Le Chief is doing X, Y, and Z. But but what what brought us to the point of looking? Why were we chasing this guy down? Why right. do we care about what's on his phone? Mm-hmm. Right, and so that was the, that. That knocked it down a little bit for me. But overall, seven is still, it's still. I mean, you know, high That's above average. That's fair. When you you really got me when you said two out of two, I I was like, oh no, I'm I'm yeah, preparing no. for the worst with this film. I'm just assuming that it will have the lost in translation effect where just assume <laughs> assume he hates you, it you love it so i destroy it just i just assume the worst and if he likes it then uh, yeah that's yeah um right. portrayal next, of bond portrayal of bond the next category i surprise surprise i give this a 10 again um oh my gosh yeah hey I'm gonna. I I have a feeling this episode is going to make me call into question your the credibility. Like you're saying, oh, I'm gonna be super unbiased. And so far, this so far this film has got a hundred percent for you. Yep. 
Preach. Uh, so here, let me let me give you the reason why. Um, in this case, in this chapter of James Bond, we've got character progression. And we see so much more from Bond than we ever have historically. And again, be you know, when I watched the Daniel Craig films prior, I knew, okay, this, this is, a, insert whatever we're talking about reason, this is a bit different than other James Bond films. I'm assuming, but I haven't seen all the previous films. Now I can say with a fact, yeah, this is different because I've seen all the films. We've never seen anything like this historically. So Bond starts off as his usual. He's arrogant, overconfident, very one-dimensional, very. Um, but eventually we see more layers, which is something we very, we've seen maybe a glimpse of. So we see, yeah, arrogance, cockiness. He does a bunch of stunts at the valley, at the resort, and is kind of arrogant. We see just pure, unbridled anger and frustration. And I thought that was unique. So when he originally loses everything at the poker table, there's a scene where he just is glaring at Le Chiffre and just this like absolute rage and loathe. You can just see it in um, Daniel Craig's face. And it's just so contrast to Bond because usually he always gets his way. And if he doesn't, it's only for a moment. And then he's kind of just moving on with his way because he, you know, resolves this problem. But there's just that moment of just, I personally never saw something like that with Bond. We see emotional connection where he's consoling a woman in the shower and they're fully clothed. He's embracing her non-romantically. We've never seen something like this before. Brosnan, Roger Moore, that's a spicy scene. And the film is less for it as a result because in that context, it would have just not made sense and it would have just been weird. We get more from it in this case because he does something just as a genuine human being. We see emotional loss upon Vesper's death. I'll grant you, we've seen that a touch at the end, like for two seconds at the end of Her Majesty's Secret Service, but it's just kind of like a brief thing. And then we don't see that character of Bond again, and we don't really delve into it much more. So I will say we do see it, but not to this depth. And, you know, unfortunately, he does kind of learn a lesson from all these events to never trust a dang soul again. So unfortunately, he kind of reverts back to the status quo but the journey that we see in this film was so different and was performed well by Daniel Craig. So I will say 10 out of 10 for that very reason. <sighs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I gave this a 9 out of 10. Hey, you, that's okay. That's good. Uh, um, which is still the highest score I've ever given a 007 portrayal. Right. Oh, wow. Uh I mean, you hit the you hit the nail on the head, right? So we have sure. character progression. We have a young, um, although he's not that young, but um, a a relatively fresh 007. Sure, um, he's about a third a of the age of Roger Moore, so that would make him young. <laughs> he's uh, he seems a little he's a little rough around the edges. Um, yeah. He's maybe a little, he's not as tactful and he's not at, no, tactful is not the word. He's not as, he's likely going to cause the death of someone or cause an unnecessary explosion sure. because he's not as seasoned yet. Um, but yeah, we see, we see Bond fall in love um, genuinely. Mm-hmm. Like, we see a change in Bond. 
Sure. Um, you know, uh, I, I, and maybe this is maybe this is a spoiler for your one-liner category. No, no, um, no. But we talk about you know, he says, oh, "You're not my you're not my type," and she says, "Smart," and he says, "Single." <laughs> right? Like he's he is still scum. He is still. Oh yeah. Not he's not a good guy. He's a womanizer. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And but we see that change. We see him ready to throw that all away. He resigns to MI6. Um, and I don't. Yeah, there was just something. There was something genuine. There was something relatable. There was something real. Um, and something that I feel like we haven't seen since Sean Connery. Now, hmm. Sean Connery, his bonds feel a little cheesy and campy. Mm-hmm. And that's because they're set in the 60s. Yes. Um, but his portrayal, but but he's playing a real person. He's playing a grounded person. And just about anything that, that Sean Connery says in those <laughs> movies, uh, he would actually, you know, a person would actually say, a person would actually act that way. Mm-hmm. Um and and so I feel like that was this is the first time we've seen that since. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely loved it. I thought it was captivating. Little strange. He doesn't quite have. Um, at, at times, his English accent seems a little subtle. Um, mm, okay. Or, or or somewhat muddled with a bit of an American accent, and sure. so that was that pulled me out of it a couple of times. Um, but overall, bright blue eyes. <laughs> You know, <laughs> people were bent out of shape because he's a blonde James Bond. Um, Which I mean, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, Roger Moore was pretty light. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I gave this a nine out of ten. Great. That's awesome. Uh, the next category is villain. I don't have a lot to say with this one, to be honest. It's very straightforward. I will admit, this one I was kind of hovering between a couple different grades. I think I maybe gave it a bit. I lean towards the higher one, and I will honestly admit this is a bit biased. I gave it a 9 out of 10. I gave it a 9. Okay. And I'm withholding for a better score because I'm a Christoph Waltz fan, and we'll see how that holds up over the watching all the films in uh, chronological Mm -hmm. order. But Lashif is a great villain. He's cold, ruthless. And, and, And Rami Malek. Well, we have to wait so long for that, though. I know. But don't... Uh, anyway, Le Chief, to me, is great. Cold, ruthless, withdrawn and hidden. He's hard to get a read on sometimes, which, again, you know, is great for poker. Um, and to be honest, his only flaw is just kind of more of a joke. It's just that he uses his puffer incorrectly. So other than that, he to me, he's a great villain. Not too complicated, um, and he doesn't need to be. So a 9 out of 10 for me. All right. Uh, I gave this a nine out of a ten. Yes. Um, he's got a gimmick. He's a Bond villain with a gimmick. Sure. So sign me up. Not only does he have a a, a buggered eye, um, <laughs> which I was just. But he's a mathematical genius. Which I was just googling like the cast of this film, and when Mads Mikkelsen came up, and like he doesn't have one odd looking eye, I'm like, oh right, that's not how he looks. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, he's a mathematical genius. He uses 
that to amass a fortune in poker games because um, he knows exactly if he knows the hand he's got and he knows what's on the table he knows the probability of of you beating him mm-hmm. um right down to a, a you know a, a decimal point of a percentage and that's impressive that is. Um, yeah. he's he's ruthless the I don't know when to talk about I guess we'll talk about it now it's probably the right moment to talk about it sure uh the the testicle whipping torture scene <laughs> yeah oh my gosh like it's just so it's so it, it it's so good because he's he's I find him very menacing but I also like that he's got some dimension as well mm. right he's got this uh like we see him on the balcony he gets like strangled choked out um just about murder, then his girlfriend's going to have her hand cut off because he needs to keep his hand so that he can keep playing poker. Yeah. Um, and and he is driven, he starts out being driven by greed. First, his yep. motivation is greed. Yep. Um, but then he becomes really scary because then his desperation, or his motivation is desperation. Yeah. Um, because Bond hits it on the nose if I'm not giving you the password, which means the people that you work for are going to hunt you down and cut you into little pieces while you're still breathing. <laughs> yeah. Right? He's uh, he's the best at what he does, but he got a little cocky with it. Mm-hmm. He got a little reckless. He yep. got a little careless. And now he's in trouble. Yep. Uh, and that's his motivation. And that makes him really scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I, Lashif was... I think he was he was perfectly, perfectly presented to us. Yeah. Um. Uh, so I give it a nine out of ten. Awesome, awesome. Moving right along, we've got gadgets next. This one I think we will differ. I'm just my prediction. I think it depends on our view and what we expected right. or what we wanted. I gave it an eight, and I'll tell you why. What? I'll I'll tell you why. On merit alone, mainly for that DBS Aston Martin, literally breathtaking. It is so, 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 so beautiful. I love cars. Yeah, but all it has is a fancy glove compartment. Just, just like it wait. Doesn't have. Just hold on. I love cars. Listen, I, I spill. I love foreign cars, and this car was music to my ears. You know, yes. It didn't have much other than a fancy glove compartment, but does your car have an automated external defibrillator? Yes or no? Mind your own damn business. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I, I could tell you, but I'd have to kill you. Oh, true enough. Uh, yeah, so that to me, like I was just weak for that car, so I'm counting it as in the, in the gadget category. Um, of no BMW was like all throughout the Boston years. So obviously there was a sponsor sponsorship, but Ford was pretty prevalent in the Craig film so far. And I was like, I remember the first time I watched this, I'm like, why are we driving Ford? Here we go. And then the Aston Martin shows up. I'm like, never mind, We're good. Um, I will admit the track, the G, the, the gadgets in this are very tracking heavy. Like you have a GPS tracker and bonds wrist, which also, relays uh like real time like blood pressures and heart rates and whatnot so that that is interesting of its of itself um there's a another tracker in the sheaf's puffer and there's also like the keychain bomb transponder so it's all very kind of one-dimensional gadgets but to me just everything that car brings to the table the way it purrs and just has a few gadgets in that glove compartment 
to me, ninety uh, percent of it is the car for the gadgets for me. So um, that's why I was able to give this a good gadget score. All right. <sighs> Where I gave this a five out of ten. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. I expected to give it much lower. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I was still I was still pretty impressed. Um, there's a couple of things I'm going to count in this category that you didn't. Um, Please. I mean, you've yeah, you've mentioned a bunch of them already. Um, yeah, we've got the the little tracker in mm-hmm. his wrist, um, the bomb, the car, the car. I, I mean, it's it's a bitching car. Yeah. There, there's no. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. I love you too, um, Em. I cool, love you too. Some cool tracking stuff, GPS and whatnot. Um, the one thing I'm going to include in this, just because it's it's a, it's not a gadget per se, but it it's a think on your feet, um, secret agent training mm. kind of moment. Sure. Um, which makes it to me gadget that it it makes it he's he's making do with what he's got with him type thing and it's when he's first poisoned um mm. and he's smart enough to grab a glass and a salt shaker yep um in an attempt to get himself to throw up yep um and and to me that was just really mm-hmm. like that was a great moment cuz yeah bond knew bond knew all right i've been poisoned i need to try to get it out of me which was pointless because if he was feeling it, mm. then it's already in his bloodstream and throwing up probably isn't going to do any. It didn't do anything, sure. as we saw. Um, but, yeah, super great moment, you know, is just like, because at first you're like, oh, what is he doing? And then you're like, ah, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, 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 that would, that, I would throw up as well. That's yeah, super gross. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then just, you know, also, yeah, the defibrillator trying to, to defibrillate himself. That was such a badass scene. Yeah. Um, he's in the car. I was tense. I was like, holy yeah. shit. Like, I mean, I know that he makes it through, but like, <laughs> man. Uh, and then speaking of the car, oh, crazy, crazy moment. Probably one of my favorite moments um, in in this movie. We've seen, we've seen cars cut in half. Mm, yeah. We've seen cars blow up. Um, but the the barrel roll that he does in this thing mm. to avoid hitting Vesper on the road. Yeah. Just, like, they didn't hold back. They destroyed that car. Yeah. Um, and, and to me, that was just a really great moment. Sure. But overall, I mean, it's lacking. Uh, you know, we don't, we don't have any things hidden inside of other things. We don't have, um, we don't have anything that's really screaming British intelligence- technology sure you know there's no ejection seats the car <laughs> didn't shoot rockets right, right? Yeah. and so yeah for that for that reason uh it only landed a five but was is still like i said higher than i was expecting it to get so. sure no that's fair i respect what you're saying uh next next category is fights and action i give this a 10 oh my god dude <laughs> You have to remember, for those who are listening to the show, this made it in the tail end of my top 10 films. I have to edit out 
the part where you say you're going to be unbiased because it's just hurting your credibility entirely. Uh, here we go. So listen, and again, every time I give it a 10 out of 10, there's valid reasons in my opinion. So for this, yeah, it's fascinating that from quite early on, Bond is quite calculated. Um, he bluffs and he's making bets and he's taking risks. And even when he's overzealous, it's for a reason. And just when he's doing that in action sequences in, you know, kind of the storyline, it's kind of an overarching metaphor for the poker game that eventually we lead up to. So I think that's one thing that's cool. But the other thing, just we're in the, this is the cream of the crop. We're in the modern day Bond films. And with that comes choreography, stunts, effects, and I just remember, like, literally, like I said, with we, my wife and I were watching it. The lighting was perfect. We had the 4K on. We had the um, parkour action sequence with the cranes and a few other action sequences as well. But specifically that one, when that sequence was done, when he was done all that crazy choreography, a few times my wife and I looked at each other. And I was like, I've seen this movie so many times, but I hadn't seen it in a while. And I was so enthralled with some of these sequences. Like in other action films, I sometimes kind of clock out in the action because it's like, okay, this is just a bridge to the next part of the story. Uh, You know, action is action. With this, I was actually drawn in. I was captivated. And uh, for that, I'm like this, the fact that you can do this to me is like as a film that I am just so interested and just adrenaline is pumping it's a 10 like it's just so well done and you know that's that's all i can say which means like i just want i I need i I want you to to acknowledge what it is that you're saying here sure and any category that you've given a 10 yep moving forward it can only be as good it will never be better sure yeah okay yeah all right yeah yeah as long as you know Okay. All right. I, I, these nuts, are big things but... I'm saying. I, you're you're right. But Have you been drinking? I feel that's that's a little loopy right none now. None of your that's business. Okay. Oh, okay. I agree. <laughs> uh, I I gave it an eight. Cool. Um. Yeah. He. You know what? I, I think the thing that I appreciated the most is there's a lot of times here where Bond gets his ass kicked, um, sure. where he doesn't land a jump quite right and he falls and stumbles and mm. slams into a steel roof and and whatever else um it's realistic he, he's not he doesn't pull off any impossible jump or any impossible maneuver or ridiculous flip or or anything um everything he does is things that realistically you could do hmm. um and often it doesn't go as smoothly as it would have gone had Pierce Brosnan done it. Uh, and and I appreciate that. Hmm. Um, it just made it feel more grounded. It made it feel more realistic. Uh, yeah. And so overall, overall, I really enjoyed that. Um, a Venetian building sinking down into the, the water. That's yeah. like what a what a crazy, cra- crazy. Yeah. What a crazy action scene. Yeah. Um, the stairwell fight is, is enthralling. It's a lot of fun. Um, and, and even like, you know, the film starts it right out. We see Bond fighting a guy and then drowning him in this, the sink in the same bathroom that they shot the first Saw movie, I think. Um, (laughs) Are you being sarcastic or serious? I'm being sarcastic, but it, it totally looks the same. Um, like who's bad? Like, 
Is this an abandoned bathroom? Because whoever is responsible for cleaning this shit should be fired. Because it's like looks like something out of a horror film. But um, yeah, so overall, eight out eight out of ten. I was I was super happy with it. Um, I'm not a big action guy. I don't really like action movies. Yeah, I'm not no, gonna, no, you know, no. I'd rather sit down and watch Walk the Line sure. than watch something like The Transporter yep. or, um, you know, anything like that. Mm-hmm. But when it's when it's done right, it's done right. And, and this is a time that, you know, that it suited my taste. That's very well put. I couldn't agree more. I'm in the same boat. That's why I gave it a good score because I'm, I'm so the same. I'm not that... That's not my cup of tea usually, but... It was done right. The next category is Bond Girl. And for 22 episodes now, Honey Rider... Oh, God. Just say 10. Just say 10. Go ahead. We know what's coming. (laughs) For 22 episodes, Honey Rider has been kind of like the urban legend that we've always referred to. We've never reached that pinnacle of like, hey, we've got a female who's a good, you know, a strong, independent woman, has some backstory... She's been the golden finger standard. <laughs> the golden eye standard. Uh, yeah, listen. Here we go. I gave it a 10. And I, again, I've oh got reasons. God. I will defend this till I'm blue in the face. So, yeah, we're introduced to the Bond girl, Vesper, who obviously for this film is important to the plot. But as we'll see going forward, she's quite important to the Bond storyline. Or sorry, Bond storyline. Um, and you know what? I gave her a 10 because there's the shower scene. At Lake Como, where she pronounces her respect for Bond and all that he's done. Um, And we just see emotions with her. And it just adds depth. Um, Bond says, you know, there's something driving you, Vesper. And, you know, as a human being at this junction in her life. And eventually we do find out what her motivations were. And all these things just make her a likable character and just brings her to life. And I'm going to quote someone here. She doesn't know I'm quoting her. And I thought it just hit the nail on the head. It's uh, Amanda LeBlanc. And she she put it so well. She said, Vesper makes Bond a better person, but that's not the Bond we know and love. And uh, what I'll add to that is the audience in this film saw a glimpse of what Bond's life could have been with Vesper. And for better or worse, and I think it's for the worse, you know, that isn't James Bond and that is not the James Bond we will see going forward. Um, because that's not the story they're here to tell. That's not James Bond. But um, specifically with Vesper, yeah, she's she's a double agent, um, forced into it, coerced into it. And um, just ultimately, she has a natural progression. She despises Bond at the beginning uh, for his ego and arrogance. And that's not new. We've seen that so many times. But what I think is unique about her is her eventual coming around to it. That felt natural. It made sense. Um, there were, you know, after Bond comforted her, after Bond tried to save her when she was kidnapped and he was tortured for her, you know, there were reasons that it was a slow progression to them eventually falling in love. It wasn't like they hated each other. Then the next scene, they were naked with each other, which is pretty much what we've seen in a lot of these films. So I gave it a 10 out of 10 and I'll stand to that. I'll I'll hold to that. I... I assume that you just gave a really lovely explanation, but all I heard was 10 out of 10, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Holy cow, man. I can't believe, you're just, all right. Yeah. I think it's super, I, listen, mm. I respect your scores. Sure, yeah. I think you're incredibly biased. You know, I think it's possible. 
We can't yeah. rule it out. Okay. I gave her a 9 out of 10. I can live with that. Uh, which is certainly the highest I've ever given a Bond girl. Okay. Just out of context, what did you give points. HR? Uh, I think I gave Honey Rider a 7. Right. Okay. Yep. Um, so much higher. Yep. Uh, yeah, she, she's, she's fun. She's mysterious. It's just, it's so good to watch the two of them interact. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, the ending of the film leaves me wondering how many of those moments were genuine. Hmm. Um, you know, like was crying in the shower legitimate or was that part of her her cover was that part of yeah. winning him over gaining his trust i'd like right? to believe like, it's I, so true I, but that's a good question right like there's a lot of things you go you know they got really close mm-hmm. how much of that was of necessity hmm. how much of that was how many of those cards fell into place pardon the pun um just the way that they needed to and you know by design uh, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, overall, she's she's a blast. Um, yeah, I you know I've watched the trailer for the next one, sure. so I do know that yep. the theming is heavily around you know like any man that wouldn't want vengeance for the you know mm-hmm. yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's he's he's on a you know he's on a mission here. Um, it is sad. It's sad. <sighs> I never thought I would be sad to see Bond get his heart broken. Hmm. Interesting. Up until this point, if Bond got his heart broken, you'd think, well, you bloody deserve it. Like, <laughs> right, you know, ser- right. Serves you freaking right. Sure. Uh, but he's heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's and he's trying, even when at the end, like he says, you know, she's like, oh, you know, I can't remember. He's talking to M and he says, you know, the job's done, the mission's over, uh, and the bitch is dead. Sure. And, but he doesn't mean that. He's st- he's just torn. Yeah, like he's he's completely broken up. Mm-hmm. And like it's I don't know, man. Yeah, it's really good. Something confusing. And I well, I don't know if it's confusing. It's confusing if they did it intentionally. Sure. And I have to think that they did do it intentionally because how could you miss this? So like her her original reason for for being in the film. Like the reason why she's interacting with him yep. is she's the one funding this expedition. Right? She's got the money. Yep. Um <clears throat> well, she's not funding it, but she's like she's she's looking got at, the she's escorting she's the money in like charge she's, of the treasury. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh and he says or she says I'm the money. And he replies, every penny of it. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, like, when it, the first time I'm watching this, I'm like, holy shit, it's the new, like, it, they, they just said it right there. Money, penny. Oh. Okay. Huh. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, but then, obviously, she's not. No. And, and it's never, but, it, so maybe huh. it was unintentional. But, yeah, she's like, I'm the money. And he says, every penny of it. And oh. I'm like- Huh. I that's yeah. It seems too coin although you didn't even pick up on I've it. I've never it just picked seems up too on that. Coincidental to me. Yeah. 
for them not to have meant it. But if they did mean it, then I'm like, but <laughs> what? But why? Yeah. Why do that? Yeah. That's that doesn't make any sense. But hmm. yeah, nine out of ten. Sure. For Vesper. Sure. Um, supporting actors. This I will say I am biased. I gave it maybe a little bit higher than I should have because we have had good supporting actor categories in the past that maybe have been better. But I, I gave it an 8 out of 10. So okay. we have no no more Q, no more Money Penny. Um, I did appreciate Giancarlo as, uh, as Mathis. He was pretty dope. Um, what I absolutely adore is I love Jeffrey Wright as an actor. So him as Felix Leiter, hallelujah, we are out of the desert. No more different Felix Leiter, or yeah, Felix Leiter every other episode. Um, I love him in this because he's not at a KFC. He's doing his job. He's looking suave. He's a solid character, independent, um, and has some significant plot implications. So I'm I'm glad that he's on board in this with James Bond now. And of course, we do have Judy Den- Dench's um, M. And, you know, she's got some spunk in this one. At the beginning, she's on Bond's ass. Uh, doesn't trust him as far as she can throw him. And, you know, eventually she kind of transitions in her role. And at the end of the film, she's kind of like emotionally supporting him, like walking Bond through like Bond. Like I can tell you're upset, but like you do realize like Vesper, you know, she she saved you. She did this like she's kind of asking, are you okay? Do you need some time off? She kind of transitions. So um, she's present. She's great in this. Uh, The one thing that I just want to know. For goodness sakes, um, and it adds a good element to the story. What does the M stand for when he breaks into her apartment? Are you hoping I'll give you a response? You... <laughs> yeah, that's all I want to know. Is what... uh, I was just giving you an opportunity to dwell on that. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm just generally curious what that stands for. That's all I have to say. Supporting characters, 8 out of yeah. 10. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do we got here? Supporting characters. I gave this a 7. Oh, so um, we, we were very close. Yeah, you know what? I I didn't miss Q. I, wow. Okay. Uh, not because I don't like Q. No. Um, but just the film felt so complete that, you know, I didn't, the movie didn't end and I went, ah, but, but there was no Q. Right, that didn't bother me. Um, sure. And Money Penny's always kind of been, you know, she's always kind of been a hit and miss. Mm. Take it or leave it. It's a fun little moment in each Bond film, but it doesn't really, you know, mm. she doesn't really do anything. Sure. Um, yeah, interaction with M was great. Um, oh, and Bond, don't ever break into my house again. <laughs> like. <laughs> And you fe- and you feared her. Yeah, there. you're like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> um, the best line by any supporting character in this movie is M's um, when they wake her up and just, you know they're like, oh, he's in he's in the Bahamas, and she said, oh, you're you're telling me his vacation plans, and they're like, oh, he's he's accessing our server using your pass your login <laughs> and password, and she goes, how the hell does he know these things? Yeah, and it's just like. <laughs> It's, it's such a great moment. Um, it was the first time I've ever been excited to see Felix. Um, Thank you. Yes. But there, but there he is. Yep. And, and he's fun. And, you know, I, too, love Jeffrey Wright. I'm very looking forward to him in um, the new Batman. Right. Because um, he plays Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, you know what? It, it's just, it's a lot of fun. This movie is a lot of fun and it's got a great supporting cast. Um, and yeah, so I gave it a 7 out of 10. Awesome. I'm I'm very pleased with that. I'm very pleased. Final category that counts towards our score is the Bond song. Listen, no surprise here. Actually, the only surprise, if I could have given an 11 out of 10, I kind of wish I had, I would give it an 11 out of 10. But I settled with a 10. Straight up, I got goosebumps during this. Um, Shout out to friend of the show, Andrew. It's such an interesting montage. I independently love the song. But it's such an interesting sequence from a graphic design perspective. And I dare say the only intro with no silhouettes of naked female women jumping around. And it's honestly the best. And I just love it. And, you know, the more I think about it, it's an applicable song title because it's a new James Bond, new actor to us. But we know his name. We know it's James Bond. Just we know his name. So... I, I love everything about it. It's such a fun, choreographed kind of graphic design. Love the song independently. Mixed together, it's great. It's a fresh, vibrant, new feel. I, Of all the things that I gave 10 out of 10, this is the one I absolutely will stand beside. Uh, so just that one? All the, other, all the other 10s you gave are negotiable? <laughs> On a that's, hierarchy? That's the one you stand by? On a hierarchy of all the tens, this is the the least likely I would change. I don't want to change any of them, but this is the least likely I would change. All right. Uh, I also gave this a seven. Um, okay. Okay. I thought the song was great. Sure. Uh, it had the right feel. The lyrics were fun. This is where things get really interesting for me. The sequence is what brought it down. Oh. Okay. The sequence is fun. Yep. It's very inventive. It suits the film. Sure. But I don't, you know, there's something about, let, let me give you an analogy here. Please. Let's say that for 10 years you drove a beat up <laughs> Chevy Cruze, you know, whatever. Okay. And it was had parts falling off of it. Sure. And it wasn't ideal in any way. Yep. But that was your car. Sure. Okay. You loved that thing. Yep. And so then you upgrade. Okay. Right? You get a, a Mitsubishi Highlander or whatever. Whatever. Sure. Whatever. And yeah, it's nice and it's new and it's shiny, but the seat isn't, you know, you, it's going to take you some time to adjust to the placement of the steering wheel and it doesn't have the sounds. It doesn't have the speakers that your old one had because you had upgraded those or something. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it's yes, it's, it's new and it's better or whatever. Uh, but something about like, there's a nostalgic feature and it's just, it's just not there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and, and so, I, whatever this means, sure. <laughs> I missed the presence of silhouettes of naked women. <laughs> Just because we've had it for twenty-two other films. If that's and if that's not worthy of a T-shirt, I don't know what is. <laughs> I missed the silhouettes of naked women. I just, you know what? I thought I would be relieved 
to see them go. I thought it'd be refreshing to see them go. Sure. And in some ways it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, But at the same time, there was just something about like, oh, it doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's like, it's like you've gone off to college and you come home mm. and your everything, everything, your room is just how you left it, except your parents painted your room. Sure. Everything's sure. exactly where it was, except the walls are a different color. Yep. And you're like, oh, it just doesn't quite, f- it's, it's nicer. Yeah. But it just doesn't quite feel like my room. Sure. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah, that's. I think that's what I'm experiencing. Yeah. Um, I, but yeah, so seven out of 10, still super high. Interesting Interesting point. I'm not there, but I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, so we've got, it sounds like we both have some one-liners. I can, I'll share some of mine and uh, we'll, we'll hear some of yours. Uh, these, they're just fun. I, this is in kind of the badassery scale. Le Chiffre is welcoming... Uh, James and he's like, "Well, welcome, Mister Beach, or is it Mister Bond? I'm a little confused." And Bond just like stonewalls him, and he's like, "Well, we wouldn't want that, would we?" And just like walks away. And I was like, eh. "And keeps walking." And just keeps walking. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, boy, so so boss. Um, and then you mentioned the the point where Bond nearly dies from consuming poison. He returns to the poker table, and he's like, I- "I'm sorry that that last hand nearly killed me." Yeah, it was so good. So good. And um, another zinger to Lashif. I love how he just trolls Lashif, where, you know, Lashif says something and Bond makes a line about, oh, yeah, no, I'm okay. I wouldn't start work. I wouldn't consider myself in trouble until I'm weeping blood. And I was like, oh, so good. And even Lashif kind of like <laughs> smirks. Even he goes, good. even he goes, yeah, okay. <laughs> Good one. Um, the last one. The last one is um, not so much funny, just more awesome. Just in the context of the concluding scene, where Bond closes it out, or sorry, Daniel Craig closes it out by saying the name's Bond, James Bond. To the context of the film, to the 007 theme playing, so baller. Uh, like I metaphorically, I literally, literally stood up at the end and was like, hell yeah. And just and of note, of note, the yeah. first time that the Bond song plays right? in the movie, right, right. So you know, so we've seen some corny stuff. I don't want to beat on the movies that we've seen uh, more again, but just it's so so contrasting to those that it's just so smooth and such a vibrant kind of hitting the nail on the head for a finish that it's awesome and it's a zinger of a one-liner. What do, were there some that stood out to you? Not, not other than what we've already mentioned, cool. and then you just kind of mentioned. Yeah, there's, there's lots, but they're all subtle and they're all good. There's yeah, none, there's none in this one where you're thinking to yourself, "Ugh, oof." Oh yeah, hello. Hello. Hey. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I just said there's there's none in this one where you're thinking, "Oof, that's rough." No. Yeah, they all land. They 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 choose their moments and they land. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What? Did... So I I'm afraid to ask, but <laughs> but what the hell does this thing get out of ten for you then? For me, it's a nine. Wait 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 oh, whoa 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 whoa! Don't answer that yet. Okay. 
What's the ne- what's the next closest highest one? <laughs> How do you know it's in number one? <laughs> oh, go- come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so prior to this, the leader was Goldfinger at six and a half. Goldfinger right, okay. at six and a half. So it Goldfinger was dethroned by Casino Royale. Surprise. I was really mm-hmm. surprised. Um, I gave it a 9.3 or a 9.4, depending on how you round it. So we'll call it a 9.3. Okay, wow. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna round down. That surprises me a little bit that you <laughs> gotta, would round down. Gotta stay neutral. What did you give it out of ten? Does it matter? It does. It really does. Uh I gave it a seven point six. Ooh. Now where does that rank? That puts it exactly point one percent. Okay, okay. Higher <gasps> than the current leader. Oh, Yes. Making, <laughs> just edging out Goldeneye. Right. Uh, making this the standing uh, quintessential Bond film. Quit the podcast now. Which it, means- It's over. Which means a couple of things. Sure. Uh, well, it's so interesting that it's certainly my favorite by more than 0.1%. Really? Um, Interesting. Oh, yeah. I loved this movie. Watched oh. it twice. Was excited to watch it the second oh, time. Oh, this is um, music to my ears. But but from the scale standpoint, sure. again, yep. only 0.1% higher. Right. Um, and a lot of that was gadgets. Yeah. You know, that brought uh, it down. Had Daniel Craig had a, a laser watch mm-hmm. and a whatever else. Yep. Might have brought it up. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But what it does mean, what we can definitively say, mm-hmm. even if Casino Royale gets dethroned, yep. the quintessential Bond film is a Daniel Craig James Bond film. Ooh, making true. Making Daniel true. Craig the <gasps> quintessential James Bond. True. Oh. That is something we can call now. That is so true. Yeah. yeah. I thought you'd like that. Yeah. Like, for me, we can call it right now. Like, I'm going to say this is my quintessential Bond film. I, I I haven't scored the next films on my scale because I still have to watch them. But I'm I'm say, I'm say thinking it's a but pretty safe bet. But you've seen them. But I've seen them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, some things. So I usually ask you. How excited you, are you to, like, <laughs> sit in a theater with me and watch No Time to Die? What's that? Like... How how excited are you to sit in a theater with me and watch No Time to Die? If it ha- like, like, I hope I hope excited. Like I'm hopeful that it happens. I hope it's not. Well, postponed. I mean, it will. Like if it's it. I mean, it may be postponed, but it'll still. Yeah. It, like if if a theater can be open right. for right us to watch it. Oh in, yeah. Then there's no reason we can't watch it in the same theater. Oh yeah, absolutely. Even if we have to sit like four yeah. rows apart. Which is which is no different yeah, yeah, than yeah, yeah, how yeah. we always see movies. Like pre COVID we never sat and, together. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, because it's more I think it's more interesting <laughs> to the people around us right. when we talk quietly amongst ourselves four rows apart. <laughs> right. What do you think of that part? Whoa dude. Whoa Whoa, man. I've seen, I saw this last night. Just wait. He's about to tell her he doesn't love her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. man. So I have a question that I ask you, but I actually, there's some other stuff I want to get to here. Okay. So, um, 
Let me just see. I've covered that. I've covered that. We always talk about why did the actor for Bond, James Bond, change? So this, it's kind of just conjecture. We Syphilis. I don't really know. I read just Pro- Brosnan wanted too much cash. So they just said, screw it. Let's just do a grittier rebrand and let's move on. Some interesting names who were considered for this role. Buckle up. There are two that I thought were notable. The one was okay. considered but not chosen in Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Cavill. Cavill. Yeah, I did know this. Preferred. I did, I did know he that. He was preferred by the director, however they deemed he was too young at the time. Yeah, which is why I think he'll be the next one. I, and I'm okay with that. The yeah. other, which is just no for so many reasons, apparently he turned it down himself, was Christian Bale, and he jokingly said like he felt he already portrayed a serial killer in Psycho. I don't think he was the right choice. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't choose him. Uh, yeah, and he, yeah, I don't like Christian Bale. I'm sorry, that's a, that's a bold thing to say. It's very bold, but I don't like him in the like role him. of James Bond, so I, I, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, here's something. So you got to put on your thinking cap here. We, I mentioned something. Wait, back. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Mine has a buckle, so I have to takes a second. Okay. Yeah, okay, we're good. Okay. So when we reviewed, feels like 100 films ago, but it was only 20, 20 episodes ago. We reviewed from, no, 22 episodes ago. 22, 21, sorry. We reviewed from Russia with Love. Okay. Right. The second Bond film. The second Bond film. And there was something that I kind of just said, put a bookmark in this. We'll come back to this later. And I'm going to refresh your memory of what it was because I didn't want to give anything away. So what? what well, what that's ha- good because I've forgotten entirely. <laughs> I knew so. you would. So at the end of From Russia with Love, something interesting happened to me and kind of red flags started going up. So what happened? There was almost an interesting parallel to the ending of Casino Royale. And I was captivated. So at the end of From Russia with Love, Bond is in a hotel room with a female, with the Bond girl. And he's betrayed to a degree by the female companion. And in the end, yeah, it wasn't the same to the same degree. And, you know, Bond stopped his perpetrators, his, uh, the, the bad people. And I think he even like struck a Russian spy woman in the face. So it ended up being like not the same at all. But in my mind, when it was kind of leading up to the same trajectory, I was just fascinated by the parallels that would have been. Because, again, at the end of Casino, we've got Bond betrayed by a lover in Venice. And I think that just the con, there would have been the parallels, but the utter contrast would have been night and day. So in Casino Royale in the 2000s, Bond is beside himself. He's a shell of a man. In the 60s, if it had been the same trajectory... Connery would have, if he had been betrayed, he probably would have, I'm not even being sarcastic when they say this, but in the 60s, he probably would have shrugged his shoulder, grabbed a newspaper, and just sat on the balcony and had a scotch and been like, all right, well, let, what's the special at, at the bar tonight? Let's let's head out with the boys. Like, the, just the emotional contrast would have been so fascinating. Ended up not being the case, but just I thought that would have been so interesting. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, the big difference would have been he would have been sitting on the boat saying, the bitch is dead. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Essentially, that's that's the difference. That's how it would have gone. Another thing of note, this was the first Bond film to not feature Q since Live and Let Die. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
which is one of the demerits of Live and Let Die. One of, but a, funnily enough, not a de, not a demerit of Casino Royale for me. So yeah, that is interesting. Um, of note, I have been to Nassau, the Bahamas, but I've also been to Venice in two places that I made a point of going to in Venice. The first this is a weird time to just start flexing. No, on me here. it's like, very what's... applicable here. The first okay. was I went to the church from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade that's in Venice. The second, yeah, I went to the street or the canal where they filmed the collapsing building scene. Right. Accidentally? or No, 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 no. I went there. And I, oh. I kind of read online, like, they, they didn't really obviously, like, sink a real building. They used, like, a miniature. So when we got there, it was like, well, this is pretty. It's nice. But it's like every other street in Venice, so. But it's still friggin' intact. What the hell? <laughs> this is bull crap. Sink the shit. Question for you. Do you drink coffee with cream or without? Oh, uh, both. Okay. I'm one of those. Cool. Yeah, both. Question two, that's related. Never, with, never, never, never with sugar anymore. Oh. I'm, I'm off the sugar. Maybe milk. I would do milk. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cream if, if it's available. Sure. Uh, if I'm, if I'm needing sort of an easier drinking experience cream um but if i'm ready just to just kind of grab my day by the balls and give it a, a a twist then black yeah yeah so where do you think this film lands on the tomato meter of james bond films what is the highest available option so the only options you have, and I'll give you the highest, it goes 2, 5, 17, 18. Okay, it's 2. 2. I'm going with 2. Nailed it. So it is 95% Goldfinger is 98. So it's a second place. Technically, actually, ironically, it's tied percentage-wise with Dr. No and from Russia. No, sorry, just from Russia with Love. Hmm. So, but I think the two are not, cool. like, there's in my mind, a huge difference as far as enjoyment, so. As far as enjoyment, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Wow, I think that's well, it. I, I'm, I'm for, for the first time in a while, Yeah. the next 007 film is feeling less like a task, mm. um, less like a, 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 an assignment with a deadline, Hmm. And more like, I can't wait to see where this goes. Yes. Yeah, that's interesting. You know. That's interesting because you so. have no idea where this goes. And that's a fascinating uh, chair to be in. Well, I, I know that it goes to the quantum of solace. Mm. Whatever the flip that means. But. <laughs> right. There's got to be the stupidest name from any of these. Anyways. Um, I don't know. There's some pretty cool. rank ones. Like, yeah. Like, what the hell is a thunderball? What is an octopus? Like, uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Um, yeah, wrap this thing up. Cool. If you haven't done so already, please like, follow, subscribe on all our social media pages below. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, please like, comment, subscribe. We love hearing feedback. Thank you for listening. If you're feeling like helping support the show, helping pay the bills... Uh, you can check out our Patreon page and our merchandise page. And if you're not at that level of support, no worries. Um, and just thank you for listening. Stop telling them no worries. But there are no worries. First, f first you're not Australian. Second of <laughs> that all, is true. 
guilt them a little. Oh, like, no. No. If you're not at that level of support, <laughs> maybe ask yourself why. <laughs> maybe take a good hard look in the mirror, throw out the pack of cigarettes, give that habit up, yeah, and, and just ask yourself why. That's true. You know, why, why am I just not being the supportive self that I can be today? It's, it's always good to cut back on smoking. That's true. Okay. Yeah. That's that's the more really that's the moral of 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 the hell movie that we just watched Casino Royale. <laughs> don't, don't smoke. Don't smoke. <laughs>